Welcome to the Life Central Podcast. It is so good to have you come and connect with us again this week. We trust that this session will be helpful to you in your faith journey. Merry Christmas to you and to your family and to your loved ones. I really trust that this will be a significant Christmas and a significant day for you all. Now, I find it amazing how the Christmas story is depicted as I, I, during this time of year, watch how we reenact that Christmas day, that Christmas story, uh, how it's always painted to be this pretty picture where everything is clean, everything is comfortable, um, everything and everyone is in their place. <laughs> and I can't help but just notice how we take this perfect picture and try and superimpose it and project it onto our Christmas, onto our lives, onto our homes during this time. You know what I'm talking about? The perfect tree surrounded by the perfect gifts uh, with the perfect spouse in the kitchen preparing the perfect Christmas meal while your perfect children are lovingly playing together as you wait patiently for that perfect moment to open the gifts followed by the perfect amount of surprise and gratitude from these perfect little children. Does that sound like your Christmas? Doesn't sound like my Christmas, I'm just being honest. But I guess the question then becomes, when did perfect become the goal? When did perfect become the goal? Because in reality, that's not true. That's not real. Let's be honest. That Christmas tree has been pulled in and out of its box so many times that it's missing more branches than Blockbuster Video. If we're honest, the, the, the gifts around that tree are not the gifts that everyone asked for because the gifts that you bought are the gifts that could be found at Crazy Store and no one wanted anything from, from the Crazy Store. If you're honest, your spouse is actually not speaking to you this morning because... For years now, they've been telling you that we should open the gifts on Christmas Eve so that we don't have a two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock wake up call when we finally just give in and, and, and get the gifts open so that we can go and just get a bit of sleep before we've got to try and get off to church. And that meal is not the meal that we see on every Christmas movie and uh, our children are not what you just described, Ramon, uh, earlier on with that abounding gratitude. And if we're honest, just as we may look at these perfect Christmas stories and recognize that our Christmas story is nothing like that, as we go and look at the very first Christmas story, the very first Christmas story, it was a far cry from the perfect picture that we would want to hold on to. Why? Because perfect wasn't the goal. 
for a moment, put yourself in Mary and Joseph's shoes. Here we have this couple who've, who've decided to get married, this really young girl wanting to get him married to this really incredible guy. And this incredible guy is busy preparing a home that he can bring this young girl to uh, where they can be joined in marriage and they can start an incredible life together. And then, then we have this very inconvenient, immaculate conception where Mary's visited by an angel. And as she's visited by the angel, the angel says to her that you have found favor with God and you will conceive and give birth to a son. And then he says to her, don't be afraid. Now, if you ask me, he should have led with that because firstly, she's speaking to an angel and, and I'm sure that that could be pretty scary. But secondly, the reason why he says to her, don't be afraid, again, for a moment, put yourself in her shoes. Here she is, a, a teenage girl being told that she's about to be pregnant. And she has to go to this incredible man who's preparing a home for her. And she has to go to him and she has to say to him, I'm pregnant and you're not going to believe who the dad is. And gentlemen, you and I, we can't blame Joseph for his response when he goes, I'm going to divorce her quietly and separate myself from her. Because honestly... <laughs> What would your fiance have to do to convince you in the moment? But in reality, it goes deeper because a teenage pregnancy in this sort of setting is so different in the day that Mary and Joseph faced it than in the day that we face it today, all because of the law that they lived under. If we go and look at the law that they lived under, here's what it says. It says, Suppose a man meets a young woman, a virgin who's engaged to be married, and he has sexual intercourse with her. If this happens within a town, you must take both of them to the gates of the town and stone them to death. The woman is guilty because she did not scream for help, and the man must die because he violated another man's wife. In this way, you will purge this evil from among you. Right now, there are a couple of people watching who are super grateful that the laws have changed since. But at face value, at face value, this was a huge problem with dire consequences for both Joseph and for Mary. And Joseph... Joseph would have been ashamed. He would have been angry. He, 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 he said he would quietly divorce Mary to not put her or the baby in harm's way. Can we for a moment recognize that this was far from perfect? This was far from clean, far from comfortable. This was far from everything and everyone in their place. This, this was messy. This was hurtful. 
And both of them must have felt in the moment, how on earth could this be happening to me? How many of us find ourselves feeling this way when we look at life this Christmas? Life's become so messy over the past two years. Think about it. Think about everything that we've gone through. Think about everything that you've gone through. And maybe life hasn't just been messy for you for the past two years. Maybe it's been a couple of years on the roll in the past two years, just kind of pushed it over the edge. And like Mary and Joseph, you too may be feeling angry and afraid. You may be feeling ashamed and, and uncertain. You may be feeling, how could this be happening to me? In this moment, we, we need to stop and ask ourselves another really good question. And the question is this. Is the story over? Is the story over? Because you see, Mary's story wasn't over. Joseph's story wasn't over. In fact, we see the angel come and meet with Joseph in a dream. And here's what it says. It says, as he considered this, what was he considering? He was considering leaving Mary. It says, as he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. What he's saying here is this obstacle to your relationship, this obstacle that you're facing, uh, the, the obstacle to the future that you imagined, it isn't what you think it is. It isn't as final as you think it is. In fact, if we translate what, what the angel's saying to Joseph in verse 20, it's like the angel saying to him, what you view as a problem, I've destined as a new beginning. What, what you view as a problem, I've, I've set in motion for it to be the foundation of a brand new beginning in your life. You see hurt. I see new life. And you may be looking at the screen right now and you may be going, Ramon, you clearly don't understand my situation. My situation, there's no hope. In my situation, there's no happy ending. For a moment, Let's consider the words of the angel to Mary as he, as he met with her and as he spoke with her. And while he was speaking to her, here's what he says to her. He says this, he says, what's more, Mary, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren. There was no hope. There was no happy ending. She was barren. 
but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. You see, where things seem barren, God brings life. God brings life even in areas that seem barren, that seem hopeless. Nothing is impossible with God. So how do I change my perspective? How do I change my perspective to, to there's no way that there's any hope in this, that there's any future in this, that there's any life to come from this? How do I change my perspective from that, from problem to birthing something new? Well, God made us a promise as the angel speaks to Joseph. We, we are then reminded of a promise that God made through the prophet hundreds of years before, where he says, look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. That through Christmas, we remember that we received Jesus, the greatest gift ever. And that through Jesus, we experience God with us. In your barren moments, in your seemingly uh, hopeless situation, in a future that, that seems to have no happy ending on the horizon, here, through Christmas, God comes and reminds us that He is with us, that He is with you. And then He invites you in to come and to trust Him. Trust Him. Trust Him with those moments. Just as Joseph would have had to trust God in the moment, as Mary would have had to trust God in the moment, that what it seemed to be, wasn't the truth, but that it was just the basis, the platform, as we trust God for a brand new beginning. What did Joseph do? Joseph trusted God. It says, when Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. He trusted God. He trusted God in the moment. Mary, what did she do? She trusted God. It says, Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. What's Mary saying? She's saying, even though I may not get it, even though I may not understand it, whatever your plans are, I'm in. I'm in. I wonder today, guys and ladies, are you in? Are you in? As you hear this this morning, as you hear that, that, that the obstacles that you may be facing, God is using as a brand new beginning in your life, that He has purposes with these things. I wonder this morning, when it comes to that plan for your life, are you in? Are you ready to trust Him in those moments? 
this morning, surrender your story into God's faithful hands. The only way that we can embrace the new that God has for us is by embracing the one who came to make all things new. And his name is Jesus. He is God with us. So, life dished us some really tough moments last couple of years. And they didn't automatically switch off because of Christmas. And I get that. But through Christmas, God comes and communicates His heart to you and to me. Through Christmas, we see God take a messy situation, the mess of our lives, and birth something beautiful out of it. Guys and ladies, that is what Christmas is all about. That is what Christmas is all about. It's God taking our mess and giving us His best. About 30 years after the death, burial, and resurrection, one of the followers of Jesus, a man by the name of Paul, wrote a letter, and in this letter, he, he, he wanted to encourage the church in Rome. And as he encourages the church in Rome through this letter, his encouragement transcends history, meets you and me on this Christmas day, and comes to encourage us through these moments. Here's what he said. He said, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Remember, even the mess, even the biggest mess of our lives, where we are angry, where we're afraid, where we're ashamed, where we're uncertain. Even in that mess, He is Emmanuel. He is God with you. Trust His plan. Trust His process. This morning, are you in? Are you in? Will you trust His plan? Will you trust His process? And as you do, Watch Him take the greatest hurdles that you're facing right now and use them to create brand new beginnings. Let's pray. Father God, I thank You for this morning. I thank You for what we get to come and celebrate through Christmas, the birth of Jesus, the birth of Emmanuel, God with us. The fact that no matter what we face in this life, no matter how messy it is, no matter what, what bigger hurdle it may be in our lives, Lord, that through Christmas you come and remind us that you don't leave us alone, but that you are always with us and that you can take whatever we are facing and use it as a platform, as a foundation to come and birth something 
brand new. Lord, I thank you that because of this, we can trust you with our very lives, that we can trust you with every moment within our lives, that we can entrust our families to you this morning, that we can entrust our workspaces to you this morning, that we can entrust our relationships to you this morning, that we can entrust our finances to you this morning, every aspect of life, knowing that you are with us every step of the way. We thank you for that, Lord. We love you. We entrust our lives into your faithful hands. Thank you for this beautiful reminder on this Christmas morning. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us. If you uh, need to chat to someone this Christmas, please feel free to contact us through our social media. We'd love to engage with you. Beyond that, we look forward to seeing you in the new year. We trust that you have a wonderful end to 2021. We'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this session and you'd like to know more about us, then please come and connect with us through our website, our social media platforms, and come subscribe to our YouTube channel. All the links are listed below. Beyond that, we trust that you have an incredible week.